as we've come to know, like, scripture is true and God is real and he speaks to our hearts. When you actually get into it and start reading it and learning about the history of it and the story and who God is as the creator and his immense love for us, it just changes everything. Welcome to the first episode of For Such a Time as This. I am your host, Chelsea Snyder, and I am joined by the beautiful Sarah Holt. Thank you so much for being here. And first episode, like the fact that both of us are even sitting here right now Mm -hmm. blows my mind. And we just talked about this beforehand, the song, I Am Available. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I've been singing that song. You're like, girl, that's why we're both here. Yep. Amen. That is why we're both sitting Mm -hmm. here right now. Um, I just want to preface that I have no idea what you're going to talk about at all. Um, I have been put under strict instructions by God to not pre-pro, to have no hand in this at all. So I just want everyone at home to know that I have no idea what you're about to talk about, Mm -hmm. and we're just going to let the Holy Spirit flow. Yes. So before we start, though, I do want to pray. So we're going to invite him in. Um, Holy Spirit, thank you so much for letting us be here today. We invite you into this environment. Lord, please flow through the both of us. Your words, not ours, Father. Please, please have your will. Thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to sit here and to talk about you and your goodness and your glory. We love you so much. Thank you for all that you do for us. In your son's holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. So, again, full circle that we're even sitting here. I have known you. I met you, like, right when I moved back from L.A. Mm -hmm. You were, like, one of the first people I met at Beautiful, which is crazy to think that that was two years ago. It blows my mind, honestly. It does. What has been going on? What has been going on? So I was just going to say, I remember that first night that you joined our table at Beautiful. So we met at Grace Family Church, South Tampa, uh, their beautiful women's ministry. Mm -hmm. And I had only been going there for maybe a few months. So I had been like really wandering and I had come back. And so I was starting to feel like a little bit more confident in my faith coming back to church. Um, And you came and you had just been going through a lot of like heavy changes, heavy changes yeah, in life and moving. And um, it's just incredible to see how the Lord has just strengthened our faith in him Amen. in that time um, and just asked us to be available and to start talking about what he was doing in our lives in that time. And then, you know, how that's transitioned now and where he's brought us to. So I guess I was thinking I want this to be like God's love letter to millennials. Amen, girl. Um, that speak it, speak it. Either grew up in the church yep. and then left or maybe didn't grow up in the church and just think that Christians are completely crazy and off their rocker. <laughs> and I, I, there's That's a, so true, though, honestly. There's definitely a lot of evidence <laughs> yeah. out there that could lead you to um, think that that's true. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as we've come to know, like, scripture is true and God is real and he speaks to our hearts. Um, and the Bible is, uh, it says it's a double-edged sword when you actually get into it and start reading it and learning about the history of it and the story, um, and who God is as the creator and his immense love for us. It just changes everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I grew up Catholic and I, you know, Catholic is, it's a, Catholicism. I've met a lot of people recently who grew mm-hmm. up in the Catholic Church, and it's very built around rituals and um, not much of a relationship. So that's kind of how I grew up, just thinking it was this, you know, standing, sitting, kneeling. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I was invited to church in the sixth grade by a girl and fell in love with it. Like, I loved the energy. It was a time when my parents were going through a divorce, so I was very um, lonely and confused. And it's kind of that point in life, you know, when you're becoming sentient, but Mm -hmm. you don't still really understand what that is. Absolutely. Um, And I just remember feeling, like, so loved and cared for by these adults and people when my parents, you know, were kind of off doing their own thing. and, And I felt alone. And so I started going to church, and I, church word, got saved, which basically just means that I um, understood the concept of sin, and I had, you know, done enough bad things by the time I was 11 (laughs) that I was like, it was, it's never been difficult for me to think and uh, agree that, like, I'm not a perfect human and Mm -hmm. that I sin to understand that concept, and was the first time I understood someone explaining what Jesus did on the cross mm-hmm. and how he bridges that gap between me and the Heavenly Father who wants to have a relationship with me. Um, and I spent all of middle school, high school in church. I loved church. I loved, like, reading my Bible. And when I got to college, I was still going to church, mm-hmm. but um, I wasn't living the way that, like, Scripture calls us to, the way that God sure. God says, like, I created yes. you, and these are the parameters yes. that I put around yes. you and your life and so that you can live, like, the best that I have for you. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing things where I was like, oh, like, this isn't – I was just flirting with different um, – things and substances and friends and Mm. people and everything like felt um like didn't feel dangerous Mm -hmm. and when I was in my early 20s I um had done enough things like flirted with enough things that I actually like um committed a sin where I was ostracized from the church that I had been attending wow um and it was so I experienced a lot of church hurt and I did it's it's kind of like the tale is oldest time, so like beginning of scripture in Genesis, mm-hmm. where Adam and Eve go and they sin, mm-hmm. and Satan whispers to them, right, and yep. they're deceived, and so they go and hide in the garden. Hide in they, the garden. they hide away from God because they have shame. They have shame. Yep. And the Lord's like searching for them, and they're hiding from Him, and instead of just coming, they hide, and so that's what I did. I hid. I didn't mm-hmm. want to go to church the churches that I did try and go to, mm-hmm. um, I just couldn't feel his presence. And I think that was because of the oh, shame. That's huge. Yeah, absolutely. And instead of like coming to God and just like being, you know, like I did this and I, I don't know I don't what know to do, what with, to do it. with it and, and just bringing it into the light, I kept going further and further away and I ended up finding a yoga studio mm. and that's kind of where, um, there's so many Christians that I see that grew up in the church that yeah. have wandered, and it might not be the path of, like, yoga sure. necessarily, sure, but sure, it's sure, the, sure. Um, like, self-enlightenment, and you can do this all yourself, yes. and using crystals and tarot and all That's of this. so huge right now, too. All the new age stuff is, like, just, I see it more now than I ever have. Yeah. Even living in L.A., I see it more now than I ever have. Yeah. A lot. I just went to LA recently, and it was a lot there. It's, it's oh, a, very overwhelming. It is, and I try to explain that to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and again, if God's called you to be there, that's totally fine. Like, there's churches there, there's people who evangelize there, there's missionaries there, but they're called to be there. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people, if you're going to LA and you're like, oh, I'm moving to LA, in LA, you're a believer, whatever. 
I always pray about it first and triple check that yeah. that's where you're meant to be because you're walking into a war zone. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Spiritually. And that's how, that's how it felt to me. Um, when I was there, like mm-hmm. I was very overwhelmed by it. And I think that's because I started to open the door to all of those things. Mm-hmm. And again, it felt, it didn't feel dangerous at the time. Um, but I was in a community where the yoga community that I was at was very, um, Hindu based, but it oh. also was practicing things like women's full moon nights and astrology and what? natal charts. And is that a yoga studio? Mm-hmm. Is that common? I don't know how common it is, but I think that it's um, it's just people searching for that connection. For that connection. I mean, I feel like I've heard of the, but some mm-hmm. of those I've never even heard of. And women are more naturally uh, inclined, inclined towards spirituality. Mm-hmm. So I think that, I that, and like the story, right? Like I'm like a super like story nerd. Sure. So I love stories and how they connect. And like, I love the Bible because it's like, like, if you think the Bible is boring, like, you have not read it because Amen. it is Preach. all over the place. Oh, my gosh. Uh, there's so many, like, the breadth of stories and how they all link mm-hmm. together over generations and decades and thousands yes. of years. And it's like people think the Bible is not happening now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, it is. It's just modern. Like, if you go and you read it, it's like your point. People say the, the Bible is boring. I'm like, well, then you haven't read it because yeah. it's definitely not. Right. There's there's just so much in it. What was happening with me mm-hmm. is I wasn't reading scripture. I wasn't around any Christian friends. So I was having no um, biblical truth mm-hmm. put into my life. And so it was very easy to be deceived by like, oh, this Hindu deity is really similar to like this characteristic of God. Oh, and so, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I started twisting truth, truth and trying to be like, oh, well, God... Um, he destroys obstacles, like in this scripture or, Mm -hmm. you know, but not reading scripture. Right. And so what I was doing is I was taking who God is, who he says he is, Mm -hmm. and I was putting him inside of this box that was PC, that didn't offend anyone else, that was easy for me to understand, that Mm -hmm. looked and felt a lot like um, me and agreed with me Mm -hmm. and agreed with all the people I was around. Okay. And I think that's what this, like, the self-enlightenment PC kind of religion is doing, is Mm -hmm. it's making everyone their own god. Facts. So God looks just like you, which is incredibly dangerous, because as you see, like, as the world becomes more polarizing today, there's so many different um, views of what what people think is right, and there's kind of that, like, you do you. Mm -hmm. But what happens Mm -hmm. is when... It, it kind of feels like you do you until that encroaches on what I think or feel, and then you're the enemy. Mm, wow. Um, and there's no absolute truth, which is why, like, as Christians, um, we get to just look at Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. who is ultimate perfection. Mm-hmm. And when you read about him and know who he was and what he stood for— he stood for women. He stood for equality. Facts. He stood for the poor. He stood for the marginalized. He stood for not religion. No. Um, and no. often my husband, I love that he says this, he says that Christianity is an anti-religion. Yes. Because there's, it's just about your relationship with, with your creator. Yes. And other religions, you're going through all of these steps and practices to reach this level of enlightenment or reach this level of perfection. And it's exhausting. It is. And that's 
what I found was one that it was exhausting because I'm doing everything on my own Mm -hmm. and I'm in charge of all of these things. Like, uh, I'm, it's, everything's on me. Like Mm -hmm. all of the weight is on me. And in Christianity, like you get to, um, release that slavery and that bondage, which, wow marks itself as like oh I get to be free because I get to choose everything but we are not wise and we're not always good and our you can't trust your emotions because they're constantly changing so Mm -hmm. as Christians we trust Jesus Christ and Mm -hmm. the foundation that he we focus on him Mm -hmm. um, instead of doing everything ourselves and not only that but I was also legitimately opening like very dark spiritual doorways. Yeah, let's talk about that because that I do know parts of Mm -hmm. um, your story in that regard. Yeah, so I went through a time where I was, I literally was in my backyard Mm -hmm. and I prayed out loud to a Hindu deity, which is known as like, as the destroyer. That's so crazy just because I know you. Like I could never picture that in a million years. Well, and it seemed like it seemed innocent. Like it almost seems like, oh, like, this isn't that real, that but real. it's like, no, it's, these are actual, um, demons. Yeah. yeah. Things that you're, yeah. you're praying to. And like some people can be like, oh, she's crazy. Well, my whole life literally was destroyed and fell apart like days later after that. No um, way. Yeah. Like after you prayed that? Yes. Yeah, so I prayed that. And then maybe not even a week later, my husband and I separated and we're like two weeks later, we're like on the road to getting a divorce. What? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so it, it just felt, like, very, yeah. like, oh, I maybe I shouldn't have done that Yeah. Um, in the moment. And I, through that time when we were separated, was making altars that I had, like, learned how to do where you, like, have deities, like, different oh, like an literal idol, idols. Yeah, an like altar. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, but, like, with candles and... Um, Girl. Candles and, yeah, crystals. Wow. and it, Yeah, oh, no, it got really weird. Okay. And I'm not, like, a... Um, like, if if I do something, usually I'm, like, all in it. Sure. So <laughs> that is, like, part of my personality. Yeah, it's like you're all or nothing. Yeah, like, yeah, you, like you give 100, yeah. I go and learn from someone, like, oh, this is how... You... This is how they're doing it. And it was weird because it reminded me of these... So, like, when I was in the yoga studio, we would sing mantras and chant. And that reminded me of being in church and singing. Interesting. But you're literally worshiping other idols. Other idols. Like, it's like Old Testament. So when people are like, oh, like, the Bible isn't... You know, it's not relevant. It's like, no, in the Old Testament, they're worshiping idols. And I came to a place where I was like, oh, I'm literally... Like, when I look back, I'm like, I was literally worshiping, like, statues. Like... (laughs) carved statues which seems it seemed harmless at the time because it seemed harmless and normal to everyone that I was around right because it's like oh it's an inanimate object like how Mm -hmm. real is this really but like spiritually very dark yep Mm -hmm. I had I got a pendulum which a pendulum I don't know if you know what that is seen that before is that where you like yeah it's a crystal and you ask your um like ancestors that have passed on Mm -hmm. to move it kind of like it's not a Ouija board but you ask it yes or no questions okay um, so yeah, very like I was, you were deep in, dude. I was dabbling in like the literal occult and, occult, yeah. and somehow like thought like, oh, I'm, I'm still close to God. Hmm. So that's like the trick that it played. And I've seen yeah. this in a lot of Christians and that's kind of why I was like, this is, it's a love letter to millennials that have walked away, um, from the church, but it's also a warning. Okay. Because 
it seems so easy and innocent to get into. And I remember my mom warning me about yoga, and I was like, Mom, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's not you're being thing. dramatic. Like you're being it's dramatic. Not it's not that deep, yeah. And then two years later, I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. way down the dark hole of like, how did I get here? Um, and I see a lot of people going into that and into this, the spirituality and the new age mm-hmm. enlightenment, um, just really easily being deceived. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until the, my husband and I did not end up getting divorced. Yes, um, you did praise not. The Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise, <laughs> praise Jesus. What you I guys got have pulled out of that. One of the most beautiful marriages I've, I've I tell you this all the time, because um, clearly I'm not married yet. And um, I look up to you guys, other you know, people in my life that are in the church, like you guys have a beautiful marriage, Thank you. beautiful Christian marriage. And I just please know that what you guys do for the body of Christ and what you exhibit, it, it matters. And it, it overflows to those of us who have not taken that step yet and to have good examples. Cause a lot of us don't have that. Right. Um, and so thank you for that. Yes. If I had course. to speak that over you, <laughs> I'm like, you. you have one of the most beautiful marriages I've ever seen. Thank you. Yeah. It's an, our story is unconventional. Um, but we've been very blessed by the Lord. Um, just directing us as we've continued and chosen to keep choosing each other and choosing him. And once we made him the foundation of our marriage and figured mm-hmm. out what that looked like, um, and got our individual relationships right with him, it's, it's just been, like perfect perfect after perfect so after you left all that like so talk about when you like how did you get to the walk that you're in right now where i am now yeah um so i we actually so my husband and i got into a fight okay um and i you know like you're in a fight with someone and you say like all these ugly things and you're like that didn't come out of me yeah and it's like you're like like, oh it's like oh no it did Um, (laughs) oh no ma'am yes it did yeah so I ended up getting therapy which I've gone through a lot of therapy I cannot say like how cannot speak highly Mm -hmm. enough of going to therapy especially Mm -hmm. if you're like emotionally depressed or feel alone or feel shame or feel like confusion just going and having an unbiased person to talk to is so healthy yes (laughs) and just having them give you tools for your tool belt 100 percent um but so I went to therapy and therapy is really expensive so I did several sessions and she was like I think you're you know you're good to like let's not meet for a bit see how you do and I was like I need a group of women that I can go and talk to about these things um and so I we had gone to Grace Family Church off Mm -hmm. and on my husband and I and I just googled to see if they had a women's group I started going Maybe the second or third week, I was like, after having scripture spoken, I finally, it was like the blinders came off where I was like, whoa, I've been making God someone that he's not. Wow. I've been fitting him inside of this box that I like because it's comfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, And that is absolutely not who he says he is. And who he says he is, is so much better. Mm -hmm. And what he has for me and what he wants for me is so much better than what I've been trying to, like, strive at and do on my own. And the second that I, like, came to him completely broken and exposed and, like, let all of my shame be exposed before Mm -hmm. him, and he was just like, yeah, I've been waiting for you. Like, the prodigal son. I've been waiting for you to come home. I've been waiting for you to come home for so long. And you've just been... The best feeling, too, honestly, when you come back home. Oh, nothing compares to it. Yep. Nothing compares because you can look back and be like, wow, mm-hmm. wow, he's really didn't let me fall in the pit. He nope. really went after the one. Yep. 
always goes after yep. the one hard yeah his and his like reckless love reckless love for us like yes. when we're constant and that's like what the bible is right is it stories of people be being like i don't believe you or i don't trust you or i don't think this or um you know there's every different kind of personality mm-hmm. there's like the doubter there's the skeptic in in scripture meaning like in bible in stories bible, and, yep. and um, always every single personality type like i need more evidence i need more facts then there's the people like for me like i really don't struggle with faith like a yep. lot of people like need all of the facts they yes, need I'm to the have same way. faith has always been there yep <laughs> yep they yep. need to have like all of the conversations my husband is like so good at apologetics mm-hmm. you might oh, need agreed. to have him come on here and oh, talk absolutely. about apologetics oh, absolutely um because he can kind of like take the skeptics well this doesn't make sense that doesn't make mm-hmm. sense you know coming from science perspectives all those and and pointing people back to christ um i just have like faith where i'm like no like i know god created me i know he created the earth like the story of jesus and who Jesus was is the most beautiful story that there Amen. is to me. Like, there's no one greater than him. Um, there's no other, there's no one else that's ever come to earth and said, like, I came for you. Facts. Amen. Um, there's no one else that claims to be nope. who Jesus Christ claims to be. No. There's nothing you can do. Nothing. The whole point is that there's nothing you can do, but mm-hmm. God wants a relationship with you so much that he gave his only son. Amen. Um, and it's, it's like all throughout scripture, it's like just the faith. All you have to have is faith to believe that Jesus was God, that he died for us mm-hmm. to let us have connection with God the Father. And I was on Easter, I wrote this whole thing that I wanted to post or whatever. Like I never you have know to start how posting. to post things. No, you have to. I, I, told, I told Christy the same thing, who is also going to be on the podcast. Um, you Post. I, I'm telling I'm mm. preaching to myself here. Yeah. Let your fear of man die. <laughs> yeah. Truly. And it's so hard. It's so yeah. hard. But the more I allow that to die, the more I've realized that he uses me yeah. stronger because I'm bold and I'm confident and I step into right. that purpose stronger. And you're the obedience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, well, I kind of started it out where I was like, of course, like, of course, the God of all creation makes humanity. He makes everything perfect. Humans mess it up. Mm-hmm. If you've been alive for 12 minutes, like Fact, you can no. 12 minutes in your day, like you've already <laughs> messed something up. Um, of course, he co- he would come to Earth. Yeah. Be perfect. And then we would murder him mm-hmm. brutally. Yeah. And it's like when I look at like the polarization of Earth and politics and people and, and everything and just like all of the evil that's on the Earth. I'm like, yeah, like, of course we would. It grieves me. And then continue yeah. to mock and... Um, spit in his face and and it's also like I'm getting my master's in marketing right now so there's so much marketing out there and like just the way that the news and culture Mm -hmm. like spins um, Christianity and especially in the west Uh, yeah and I think part of the thing I see too um, just like going back to talking about like Mm self-enlightenment is like when like, culture right now is, like, make, like, have your religion and your beliefs, but keep it to yourself keep it to and yourself. don't share it mm-hmm. with anyone. Like, mm-hmm. we don't want to know what your beliefs are um, because it makes it easier for everyone mm-hmm. else. Because the conviction's not as hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, the you do you and, like, yeah. everyone making their 
vision of God look like them, mm-hmm. it fits really well into Western narcissism. Facts, though. And, oh, my gosh. Preach. Yes. Yeah, yes. And in the West, it's like people, I think, love, like, appropriating other religions. Like, oh, I like this thing from that thing. And, and I like thing, this thing from that thing. It's like you cherry pick and create your own. It's like you're yeah. making your own, like, yeah. you know, favorite, like – acai bowl or like your yogurtology <laughs> oh my god i'm so gonna start using that quit making your own acai bowl yeah quit um that's so funny yeah it's just I'm like sorry. our western consumerism <laughs> yes. is like well i like this but i don't like that but i don't and like, I like this but i but don't yeah, like because that because it takes away the conviction that's supposed to be there mm-hmm. if you're feeling a certain type of way there's a reason for that you know and of course that's the way people are they don't want to yeah. be held accountable that's the only thing they don't want to feel the conviction because it's heavy. Yeah. And instead of just going to God and working through it, run away. Mm-hmm. Or you try to ignore it or you fill it with something else. Yeah. And look where we are. Yeah. And filling it. And I think Christians, in, and what I did, and the re- why I say like Christians who grew up in the church and have wandered, mm-hmm. I say that because I did, is I didn't go to my Bible to find it. Mm-hmm. I went to other people that I was around that were in the church and were doing other things. Mm-hmm. Oh, community's huge. Um, community's huge. Yeah, and I got, like, very quickly deceived. Um, and, and it's just what the enemy does, like he does. did in the garden, right? Like, mm-hmm. did God really say? Mm-hmm. Did God really say is that? Is that really true? And when... Well, how do you know? Yeah. When the enemy is doing that to Adam and Eve in the garden, they're not going to any source of truth. No. They get deceived instantly. When Jesus came... And the enemy did that to Jesus, right? When Jesus fasted for mm-hmm. 40 days in the desert. Um, the enemy comes, and every single time, Jesus quotes scripture. Every time. So if you don't know, like, if you don't know what the lies you're being told, told are, mm-hmm. if you don't know the truth, mm-hmm. you can't hear the lie. Facts. And that is in so many different, like, you know, mental illness or, like, negative soundtracks that we play like if you don't know what the truth is how can you identify what the lie is mm-hmm. um and so yeah my challenge I guess is to just like if you are dabbling in all of these other things and you still think you're really close to God and you think everything that like I'm saying or probably your parents are saying is crazy um are you reading scripture mm-hmm. does scripture back up what you're saying or believing believing. and be careful if you're walking down that path with those people that you're leading and that you're not following and getting like set up for a trap because it's really easy for the enemy like he's been at this for a really long time thousands of years yeah and he knows what gets us and he knows how to target us just Mm -hmm. like he makes uh, it personal every time he hits it below the belt every time he is the best marketer Mm -hmm. that is out there (laughs) Like, Facts, just like I'm in marketing and I'm like, he knows oh, his target it. market. Yeah. He yeah. knows every target market very well. And he knows exactly what's going to play to you to like confuse you. Mm-hmm. Um, and what God has for you is so much better. It, yes. So speaking for myself too, mm-hmm. from where I was to where I am now. And to your point, I'm like, oh, I'm a Christian. I do all this stuff. And now looking back, I'm like, <laughs> to your point, there's a difference between being a Christian and following Jesus hand in hand. Yeah. Two totally different things. Yeah. Lukewarm hand in hand. And when you're with him every day and just like, be with me. Mm-hmm. Like, That's it. Yeah. Even like every day, I'm just like, I'm going to need energy and joy today. And it's like, all of a sudden I have energy and joy. And, and I'm it's like, like oh, that was easy. That was easy. I didn't have to like do anything no. on my own. And what people think prayer has to be this big elaborate thing, which, you know, should you pray in tongues if you have the gift to do so? Yes. Should you have time that you set aside and pray? Yeah. But it doesn't always have to be some big, Mm -hmm. elaborate, like, get on your knees, 
clap your hand, you know. Right. He just wants to talk to you. Sometimes my prayers are literally I wake up and I'm like, Lord, help me today. Yeah. And that's it. And then I go on with my day. Well, it's so and personal. scripture says in when David's anointed, mm-hmm. um, Samuel is going to his father, Samuel. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, sorry if I'm wrong about that, but I think is going um, to see which of Jesse's sons is going to be anointed king. And he's mm-hmm. looking at all of um, the sons who were like tall and big tall and, and look big really strong. And, yep. and God says, like, I don't see what's on the outside. I see what's on, on the inside. inside. Um, and just to that point, like God created every single person mm-hmm. and wants to have an intimate relationship. And, um, you know, any person who like is a parent or has had a child mm-hmm. or is a child, um, you can't not have love mm-hmm. for your child. For your child. It's, I mean, it's difficult to not have love for a parent either, but it's like it's when, yeah, when God wants to have a relationship with each of us. Mm-hmm. And what I would say, I think, like, in, in closing... Yeah, to I was going to say, to wrap sk- this up... To the skeptic. I know, I didn't want to interrupt yeah. you. Um, but to wrap this up, um, which, crazy, you're a leader in the church now. Mm-hmm. You're one of my leaders, actually. And one of the best leaders, honestly. Every time I sit at your table, I'm like, yes, yes. Like, the wisdom and the knowledge that he has given you blows my mind to this day. Even knowing you for the last two years how much he's anointed you mm-hmm. and how far he's brought you. It's a blessing to be a faithful witness to it. And it's a blessing to sit here and watch you tell your testimony to so many people and how far he's brought you. What would you say to people that are in new age that do the crystals that do the tarot cards that go to readings mm-hmm. that dapple in the occult? What would you say to them being on the other side? So to that, to those uh, people who are going through that, and then also to people, I think, that have just, like, wandered, yep. maybe grew up in the church, were super strong in the church, maybe you committed a sin that left you, put you out of the church, maybe you didn't, maybe mm-hmm. you're just, like, wandering for whatever reason, I would say take one step towards God. Mm-hmm. Take one step, even if you're, like, the biggest skeptic on the planet, and be like, reveal yourself to me. Mm-hmm. Because he will. Um, and I have, like, absolute faith that he will. I believe that I believe that we have free will. Like, mm-hmm. he created us, but he didn't create robots. Facts. And so it's us that have to invite him in and say, like, I want to know you. If you exist, I want to know you. Like, show me. Show me. And I'll I believe that he will. <laughs> um, and for people who are, like, dabbling in the actual cult, mm-hmm. I would say... You know, even if you think it's not dangerous, Mm -hmm. like, um, be aware and be careful, Mm -hmm. especially if you grew up in the church. Mm -hmm. Um, If you grew up in the church, I would say, like, turn and run. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Turn and run and take, like, one giant step towards towards God and open up your Bible and read it. If you've never read the Bible and you think Christians are absolutely crazy, read it. Yeah. Um, Another, a few other books that I love... Mm -hmm. um, Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis okay. is incredible. It's He's really heady. Like, one, yeah. he's British, so, like, they're just smarter, I <laughs> yes, think. Yes, yes. Um, you are a, a reader, for <laughs> sure. All my book recommendations have come from Sarah. Yeah. So. And there's also, so there's The Reason for God mm-hmm. by Timothy Keller, and he kind of, like, brings, it's very similar to Mere Christianity, but he brings it in more, um, 
just ways that it's easier to understand or at least was for me like in the generation mm-hmm. that I grew up in. Um, also, if you like watching TV mm-hmm. and that's and that's your avenue, uh, the chosen. The chosen. <laughs> I will forever recommend the chosen. Yeah. Such oh, such an anointed show. Yeah. I could re- I would love to work on that set. Honestly, yeah. I the amount of sets I've worked on, I could not even fathom being on a Christian set. I don't know if I can make it through the day without crying. I think it just shows. <laughs> yeah, it just shows like, so perfectly like who Jesus was mm-hmm. and the character of Jesus. And how different he is than anything else you could have, like, conceived that he is. And mm-hmm. I think it'll break um, people's concepts of, of not looking at Christians and looking at him, at God, at, mm-hmm. at Jesus Christ. Um, and, oh, uh, also C.S. Lewis's pain, book, Pain and Suffering, okay. which is um, shorter. But I think a lot of people have the question and issue, like, if God is good, then why pain and suffering? Sure. Um, and the answers that question, he yeah. has um, to free will and pain and suffering are just, like, amazing. So that would be my amazing. recommendations. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for being here. It, it blesses me, truly. Um, again, full circle for us <laughs> sitting here. Um, but it will be the last time. You will be back. I hope not. You, I, and your husband. Yeah. Phil's going to be on here at some point, too. So <laughs> stay tuned. Maybe yeah. I have both of you at the same time. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That would have to be, like, an hour-long episode. Yeah. Because we could talk forever mm-hmm. between the two of you. Yes. Oh, we have to do that, actually. Yes. I'm already saying it's going to happen. So stay tuned. Okay. Um, but I'm thank excited. you so much yes, for being here. Thank you here. so much. Thank it was you. a joy to get to share. And uh, I say this at my table every week. Jesus is the best. He is. There's no one better. We give him all the glory. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Amen. Yes. Thank you.